Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is the J&J Podcast. We got a couple of uh, weeks left of the football season, and uh, we are in week 13. I got my guy, JC Chavalas, the man, the myth, the legend. How we doing? Good, bro. Chilling, man. It's sad. Fucking five more weeks of regular season? Fuck. Yeah, man. Time goes, time goes by fast, man. Time goes by fast. I remember we were hyping up the season all summer, all spring, and now <clears> it's, it's coming at us fast, man. It really is. The good thing is, you know, you get an extra week. You know, the Super Bowl is later in February. So, I mean, I guess there's some. And know, the draft is thing. coming right after yeah. that. So, all right, man. Well, awesome. Well, let's get to it, man. Bets. Friday night bets. Yeah, man. A uh, uh, quick update. I, I don't have it off the top of my head. I believe you're winning, right? Uh, after the first two weeks that we've done this. Yes, sir. Well, actually, yeah, because you bet on the Saints yesterday and they fucked mm-hmm. you over. So, yeah, I yeah. got the lead on you right now. Thursday night games are very tricky to predict, uh, but I'll bounce back. I'll bounce back. Um, I, I'm, I'm bound to get a perfect week one of these weeks. I'm, I'm, I have this. I'm, I feel it. I feel it coming. Perfect week sometime. Uh, but all right, yeah, let's get to it. I mean, let's start off with these morning games uh, or 12 p.m., 1 p.m. games if you're in the East Coast. Uh, yeah, yeah, let's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's start it off here. Dolphins and the Giants, man. Uh, you know, <clears throat> what are your thoughts here? Who, who's, who's got the edge? Uh, and, and what's your prediction here? So, this game, it's going to be a lot more interesting than what it looks like on paper because both coaching staffs are very familiar with each other. Joe Judge and Brian Flores coming from New England. So, I'm going to be interested. I'm actually going to keep a little more – I'm going to pay a little more attention to this game just because I want to see how those two play each other, how they coach each other, like coach against each other. But uh, Daniel Jones being hurt, I mean, he's not he's not really that good when he's healthy, but he has his moments. But, I mean, if he's not healthy or Mike Glennon starts, I mean, this defense right now is getting hot at the right time. I have the Dolphins winning and covering the four and a half. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would Minus agree. Minus four and a half. I would agree. Uh, same on the same boat with you. I, I, I think the Giants win last week was kind of – you know, a fluke. Uh, it was a very. It was more on the Eagles. Yeah, it was very ugly. We, we game. talked about it. Yeah. yeah, very a very ugly game, and now they're going to be playing a better, a, a very good Dolphins defense that's been very hot lately. So, uh, kind of an easy pick here, especially since Miami's been on a roll lately. So I'm, I'm going to pick the Dolphins here with the spread and the money line as well. Yeah. Um, but let's move on to the next one. Uh, this <clears> one, <throat> this one's Texans Colts. Uh, it's in Houston. It's a divisional game. Uh, this one's tricky. Uh, for me, for me, uh, before I let you go, I, I was going to pick um, the Colts money line and spread, but I uh, kind of changed it with you as, as, as you've seen with the picks I've submitted with you. Um, I'm going to go Houston here uh, to cover. Uh, I think it's too high of a spread in my opinion. Um, for it being 10, I believe you, we, we last yeah, checked. Um, yeah, so with it being 10, I think it's too much. I think sometimes those high spreads, man, are just really – it's very rare that they cover, and I think Tyrod Taylor is going to put up a better performance. They're going to make this closer, in my opinion. Uh, but you know, I think the Colts will still win this game. Uh, but I just think that the Texans will make this closer. I mean, we saw this two weeks ago: Titans, Texans. It was minus ten Titans. It's mm-hmm. the same thing, like you said, divisional game. They know each other. I, I picked the same thing. I have the Colts winning, but the Texans covering plus ten. I think it's going to be a touchdown game. And I mean, yeah, there's nothing really else to it. If the, if the, if the Colts lose this game, that's everything I need to know about them, and they're done. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna have the Colts winning, Texans covering. 
Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, next game is, is Lions-Vikings for me. Uh, this one, um, I, I have a couple of reasons why I picked the Lions to cover and to win this game. Um, I think this – the, the, the Lions are bound to win one fucking game this season. They're not going to go 0-17. And uh, I, I think, you know, with, with, the, with the, the, the loss of Dalvin Cook for the Vikings, it's going to hurt them. Then, then the Lions will be losing to Andre Swift. Um, I did read a stat that the Vikings um, have, have won 10 games or have been in 10 games decided by one score. Uh, so that kind of makes my pick a lot more easier to pick the Lions with the spread. And I think, you know, playing in Detroit, um, they, they've, their offense just needs to get going. Their defense has been all right recently. So uh, with the loss of Cook, it's only going to help the Lions. So uh, I'm, I'm going to pick Detroit to finally get their first win here. Uh, no, uh, I'm going to have the Vikings winning and the Lions covering. I mean, they, they always play each other tight. Another divisional game. I mean, we're, we're just beating a dead horse by saying that all the time. But it's true. Um, I think it's gonna be like a three, four point game, but I, I think the the Lions are gonna go oh sixteen and one. I mean, it's, they're just bad. They, they, without DeAndre Swift, it's gonna be a lot more um, to overcome for them than it is the Vikings. I mean, the Vikings have a plethora of weapons, and the Lions. I mean, all they have is Jamal Williams. I mean, I know St. Brown, the rookie out of USC, he's playing good. Josh Reynolds is stepping into a nice role in there. But I, I don't trust the Lions. I don't trust that coaching staff right now. They just need to – they checked out their one, two, three, Cancun. They're ready to get the season over with. And I think they're going to go all 16-1. and one. So I'm going to have the Vikings winning in the Lions covery. Did you know uh, the Lions are still mathematically in the playoff hunt? Yeah, technically, but I mean, you know. <laughs> no, just, goes. just saying, man, there's a chance. There's a chance. And this, <laughs> this could be the week to start it all. Um, You're pissing off Lions fans right now. Move on. <laughs> All right, so moving on, Eagles, Jets. Uh, this is kind of a game that's under the radar. Um, I this is one that did not stick out to me, uh, especially with the, the 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 struggles that the Eagles went through last week. Uh, but who you got this game and and why? So I have the Jets winning and obviously covering. Um, I, I don't trust the Eagles. Uh, Jalen Hurts probably had one of his worst games ever, and you know he hasn't really had some good ones to begin with, but uh, I just think the Jets, you know, I, it's kind of just picking which piece of shit doesn't stink less. I don't know. It's like th this game is bad. Um, you know, I think it's going to be close. I don't think it's going to be a blowout on either side. And I know the Eagles look enticing for some betters, minus seven. Oh, they're going to blow them out. It's the Jets. But, I mean, everybody thought the Texans were going to beat the Jets and they blew that game. So, and the fact that the Eagles really blew their, their spot to, you know, kind of stay in contention with Dallas, I mean, I, I just think their season's going to go downhill. Russell Wilson's going to be a Philadelphia Eagle next year. And then, um, yeah, we'll see. But I don't, I don't trust the Eagles, and I'm picking the Jets. Yes, you know, I, I'm completely opposite here. I, I think uh, last game was rough to watch, not going to lie. Jalen Hurts had a bad game, but it's a divisional game. You know how I, I – that's my philosophy throughout the whole season. Divisional games are tricky to analyze, and um, I think this is different. I, um, the Jets are one of the worst rushing defenses in the league, and I think the Eagles thrive off of their rush plays. And I think Hurts, as long as he limits the turnovers, you always talk about Wentz being a dark horse for Indy, and as long as he just doesn't do stupid plays, I think if Hurts just takes care of the ball, they'll be okay. 
Um, and they'll run all over the Jets here. So that's why I got the Eagles with the spread minus seven and the money line. Um, I don't, I'm not expecting it to be a, a, a Patriots-Falcons type blowout, but I will expect the Eagles to kind of at least cover at the, at the very least in this game. Um, we'll see. Yeah, so next game, another another early game. This one's interesting to me. Uh, Cardinals and Bears. Uh, you know, this one, um, I – look, Kyler – Kyler Murray is not 100%, and I don't think he ever will be the rest of the season. Um, and the same could be said for D-Hop. Um, but I think even if they don't play, you know, if there's a, there's a slim chance they might not. But even if they don't, I don't trust any Dalton. That offense has just been looking – Eh, lately um the defense has really won them a couple of games um or at least kept them in it and uh i think uh the cardinals offense is just too lethal and and i think the difference maker will be actually the cardinals defense shutting down the bears offense all game and and this could be ugly this could be a very low scoring game so you know uh, lock of the week i'm not saying it yet but you know this could be it is it's, it's this one right here yeah this game is not interesting to me at all it's gonna be like a 34 to 17 game Cardinals are going to control the whole game. They don't need a healthy Kyler. Colt McCoy could be out there. You and I could be out there, and we'll beat the Bears. I mean, they're just bad. So, good lord. Um, yeah, they, they, Nagy needs to leave. Uh, they need to just completely rehaul that roster. And yeah, I'm gonna have Cardinals covering that ten and a half or seven and a half. Excuse me, and winning the game. So, mm. yeah, I mean, the Cardinals. They're, they're the best team in the NFC right now, and they're playing one of the worst teams in the NFC. So it's kind of a yeah. surprise the spread isn't high, to be quite easy. honest with you. Um, I just think it's Kyler. That's what's affecting it. Mm-hmm. I could see it 100%. <clears throat> uh, moving on, Bengals Raiders – or not Bengals Raiders, excuse me. Bengals Chargers. Uh, I was thinking of the AFC West team. Uh, this one, man, I don't know. It feels like Chargers are always on the road, even when they're at home. Uh, <laughs> they're, coming, they're coming to Cincy. Uh, you know, I think the line is three and a half since he, uh, who you got here? Uh, well, last time I checked those three, I, I, I'll, I'll have it at three and a half. I, I'm taking the Bengals. Um, okay. I don't, I don't trust the Chargers right now. They just, their deep, their rush defense is so terrible and Joe Mixon is too hot right now. And <clears throat> I mean, I like, I like what I'm seeing from the Bengals. To, out of all the AFC North teams, they have the toughest schedule, so they really need to take care of business, and I think they will. Um, you know, and I know earlier in the year, well, probably like three weeks ago when they lost to the Jets, after that Ravens game, you know, you and I were talking about, you know, when they were the number one seed, are they uh, in contention of taking this AFC? And, you know, now they're kind of back in that similar position where, you know, everybody's looking at them like, are they going to take this division? Are they going to make some noise in the playoffs? And I, I, I think they're going to hit their stride. I, I think this is where you see Cincy now. They're going to take the AFC North crown. And especially with the Steelers-Ravens game, and we'll get into that later, I think Cincinnati's in prime position to be in first in this division. And whatever seed they end up with, I mean, the, I have the Bengals blowing them out. Not, not like, too bad, but, like, it'll be, like, 13 to, like, 14 points. I, I just don't see – in any scenario, and the, and the defense as well. They, they've stepped up, uh, you know, immensely. And like Banner said in our last episode, their interior line is trash. And I, and I expect the Bengals to attack that Chargers interior line with those guards. So, uh, yeah, I have the Bengals beating them easily. Yeah, I mean, you pretty much t- hit all the cylinders. I guess another thing I would add is uh, the Chargers are kind of one of the worst uh, defenses against the run. 
and they they're playing yeah, against they're playing against one of the best uh you know rushing Mixon. teams with, with Mixon and but I I think Jamar and Joe Burrow will also feed this weekend as well I I think uh this is too good of a matchup for them not to despite the yeah. favorite you know but despite you know the run game being the 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 cream of the crop for this week uh but not yeah I mean the Chargers it's just been awful on the road uh, real mm-hmm. off on the road and uh, you know they they played bad against Denver last week uh but I feel like you know this this uh this one's just gonna get even uglier uh so I'll definitely yeah. gonna pick the Bengals if it, even if the spread was six and a half I would have picked Cincy here um but yeah, yeah definitely kicking the spread and and uh and the money line um okay next one last one last game in the morning slate is uh Falcons Bucks wanted to save this one to the end um I'll go first. This is my team. Of course, you know, Bucks, Super Bowl champs, Falcons, we're really bad right now. Uh, we did eke out a victory against Jacksonville, even though you like to give me shit for not believing in them that game. Um, I'm going to pick them to cover here. Ten, ten, I believe it was ten or ten and a half that we had. Um, yeah, ten yeah. and a half. Um, I think it's it's a lot, man. It's uh, You know me, I, I don't care how bad a team is and how good of a football team they're playing. I this anything over ten anything over ten to me is too much, and I'm picking Atlanta to cover. Especially they had a decent game last week against Jacksonville. I know it was Jacksonville, but anytime Cordero's out there, the offense just seems better. And um, I expect Cordero to play this week, so I definitely expect him to cover at the very least. But yeah, Buccaneers will take care of business with Brady. No, one hundred percent. Um. Yeah. I mean, listen. This game, <clears throat> I was back and forth with it. I didn't really know what to do with it, but. Ultimately, I think, you know, Matt Ryan is on an island out there. Your O-line really hasn't helped him out a lot this year. And especially when they played, uh, what was it, like week four, week three, I mean, he was getting killed out there. So, I mean, just that, those those two factors, are that factor along with that O-line and obviously the Bucks D-line, you know, I think they got Vita Vea back now. I, I, I think they're going to cover that 10 or 10 and a half spread. Um, I just think the Bucks are going to try to, you know, get hot at this time like they did last year. And, you know, I know Brady wants to take care of business against the division rival. So I have the Bucks covering and winning. And I get you. It's high. It's a divisional game. But I still feel like that defense against your guys' O-line, it's just – it's it's too bad of a mismatch. And I think the mm-hmm. Bucks would take advantage of it. Okay. Okay. I, I – well – I mean, I don't blame you for doing for doing that, really. I mean, we've just been yeah. bad a lot. And, you know, against the good teams, we've just been horrible. So, I don't blame you. Uh, but, so, all right, cool. Real quick. Oh, real, real quick. So, I, I'm checking the odds right now because, you know, it always – it. I always say this. Every time we do these episodes, it'll change by the, by the next hour we upload it. So, the Lions – or the Vikings are now minus seven and a half. Mm-hmm. And the Dolphins are minus six. So, I don't know if you want to take those picks. Oh yeah, you wanna, I still will. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm. I'm yeah, same. Those are the, those are the only two lines I'm seeing that's that really shifted, and then the Raiders are now just minus one. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Vegas is trying to hit Washington, and we'll get into that in a bit. But <laughs> I just wanted to update these odds real quick so we know what's going on. And all right, yeah. go ahead. Next no, one. yeah, I mean, speaking of it, yeah, let's get to it. I was actually going to start the afternoon slate now, and and Washington, yeah, the first one. Uh, the Washington footballers, man, I, I, I like them. They've been good. One, three straight. Came out of nowhere. I thought Philly was going to be the team to uh, yeah. kind of at least challenge Dallas for the division, but it turns out it's Washington. So uh, I, I, I'm picking them to win this game. I think the Raiders are kind of mm-hmm. high off high off of their win right now uh, against Dallas last week. Um, 
the only thing that I would say that I'm worried about, and, and I could see, you know, Vegas taking is Washington's horrible against the pass and, and the Raiders, that's where they're really, yeah. they really excel is, is the pass game. And that's what they beat Dallas with. So um, no, nah, I'm still picking Washington. I think Heineke's going to pull out a game out of his ass and, and, you know, make this great for them. And um, it's plus yeah. one, it's plus one. You might as well take the money line while you're at it. So uh, definitely picking Washington here. Yeah. Same thing. I have Washington uh, covering and winning. Even even when it was minus two and a half or plus yeah plus two and a half for Washington, I still pick them. Uh, I I don't trust the Raiders. I mean that that Thanksgiving game was so fluky. I'm not even taking it that game really into consideration. Twenty eight total penalties. Derek Carr was targeting Anthony Brown. He he couldn't save himself to not get a pass interference. So I, I think it's going to be a little bit different. Ron Rivera actually you know he coaches the guys up a little better than McCarthy does and. Um, I, I think Washington will take care of business. Gibson's getting hot. McLaurin is getting hot. DeAndre Carter, this, this, this dude's coming out of nowhere. He's making plays for this team. And I know he's been on a couple teams here and there, but he's actually making some plays for the Washington team. And, you know, that's, that's, I feel like that's helping uh, Heineke out a lot more because he's, he's not only looking for McLaurin. He actually has other dudes that can make plays. Ricky Seals-Jones has stepped up for Logan Thomas. So, uh, and I think he's supposed to be back this game. So all that, be, all that in, con, into consideration, I'm going to take the, the football team plus one and to win. I, I just feel like they're, they're hitting their stride. They're getting hot. They're the seventh seed. They want to, you know, stay in this playoff hunt. So I think they'll take care of business in Vegas. Yeah. I mean, you're right. This uh, obviously smart go to spread and money line. Um, it's funny we we we've been picking against the Raiders a lot and they kind of been shutting us up. So hopefully, um, you know. Well, besides last week, not really. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. So, um, moving on, moving on. Really. Um, oh, we also one thing I wanted to point out: Darren Waller. You know, even in this. Yeah, he's still hurt. Yeah. Yeah, even after this game, you know, kind of interesting to monitor that injury situation for the playoff hunt for. The, for the, can I say something real quick? I feel like, and this is like completely off topic, but since we're on the Raiders real quick, wouldn't Deshaun Jackson be a perfect charger? Like, I feel like that's what they're missing. Just speed. Like, they, they don't have a speed option in, you know, in I would LA. Agree. I would agree. I mean, why Mike, Mike Williams, as good as he is, he's more of a possession. He's like a Keenan Allen. Yeah. Really, so I could see it. I could definitely. Understand. He's like, what was that? Oh, Marquise Costa. I know you know him. I mean, he, mm-hmm. he's basically the same. And I just feel like, the Chargers and the Packers and all these teams really fucked up not getting Deshaun because look what he's doing with the Raiders. I didn't think he was going to do shit once he got cut by the Rams. And, you know, I know that was mutual, and I guess he wanted a bigger role, which, I mean, he's like, what, 34, and he wants to be a number two receiver, I guess. But um, I, I just feel like a lot of these teams messed up not getting him, and he's kind of proving, you know, those teams wrong by not taking the chance on him. So I just wanted to say that. I just feel like, a lot of these teams that are missing, you know, like like the Broncos or something, like they're just missing that speed and yeah, that's all. So I would agree. The Raiders, yeah. No, I would agree. Just to kind of top off of that, I mean, the the Rams already had a Deshaun Jackson and Robert Woods there in LA, so the, yeah. The, you know, obviously we didn't know Robert Woods is gonna get hurt the way he did yep. um, after the release, but I mean, it's true, it's true. Deshaun didn't fit there just because Robert Woods already kind of had that role. So, I mean, I'm happy for him. The dude, the dude's been feeding. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't notice he was doing that good until the Thanksgiving game. So, uh, good for him. Yeah. Um. All right. So moving on. Uh, the next one is Jaguars Rams. Yeah. Oh my God, this one's the, this is a horrible line right now. I, I believe it's at 
uh, minus 12. 13 right now. Yeah, I was gonna say 13 or 12 and a half. Um, yeah, good lord, man. You know, they keep extending that, they keep expanding the spread, and I'm kind of iffy now, but I'll let you go first here and make your pick here on this game. Um, so I, I feel like this is a perfect game for the Rams. Uh, this is a perfect game to, you know, bounce back after the three game losing streak, playing a shitty team like Jacksonville. I, I don't think it's going to go the way that the Texans game went, where it was a high spread and then the Texans came back and they covered. I, I don't think it's going to go that way. I think Jalen Ramsey is going to want to prove a point to his old team, probably pick off Lawrence like one to two times. Aaron Donald's going to be feasting. That O-line is terrible. Uh, I have the Rams winning and covering. It's just this matchup is very poor for the Jaguars. The Rams, like I said, this is a bounce-back game. And if they struggle against the Jaguars, bro, I, I think that Super Bowl pick might, might be out the window. If they can't get it going against the Jaguars. And, like, in all seriousness, like, th- this game is you – would, you would think, oh, it's the Jags, whatever. And I know a lot of people are looking at it that way. But if the Rams don't take care of business like they're supposed to, that's, that's going to be a really big, uh, you know, question mark and a cloud over them to where I'm not going to have confidence into them even challenging the Packers, let alone the Bucks, for, you know, the NFC crown. So, um, yeah, they, this this game should be in the Rams, Rams favor, but we'll see. But I have them doing both. Yeah, I mean, this is a, this is a very, very bad matchup for Jacksonville. Um, just as you said, I mean, Lawrence leads like he's fourth in interceptions in the league. Yeah. So Ramsey's bound to get one um, this Sunday. I'm actually going to look at the odds for that later today or later this weekend <laughs> on, on Ramsey getting an inter- interception. But, I don't know, this is great. I mean, the Jags' offense is, is ugly. It's not pretty. Um, yep. They have flashes, but I think this Rams defense is too talented not to contain them, and that's going to mm-hmm. give the that's going to give the offense more opportunities to 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 uh, thrive. So uh, definitely, you know, Rams going to cover here. I know I'm very big against betting the spreads when they're this much, but oh, you changed it? No, yeah, I'm I'm going to go I'm going to go okay. uh, I'm going to go Jags, uh, not Jags. Uh, excuse me, Rams to cover. Rams. Okay. Yeah, because I saw earlier you, you picked the Jaguars. I was like, yeah, all right. Is, I mean, I get it. Like, it's yeah. kind of high, but this, this matchup's just too bad. Yeah. yeah, I was actually thinking about it more, and I was looking at it more. I was like, okay, yeah, never mind. I'm, I'm picking the Rams to cover here and uh, to take the money line. So you can jot that down later, pencil it in for me. Right. Uh, that will be a change <laughs> for me in my book. But um, Okay, moving on. Uh, the next game's uh, – well, let's just do Niners. Let's do Niners-Seahawks. Um, this one okay. was supposed to be a Sunday night game. Um, and glad they, you changed it. They flexed the shit out of that one. Um, but, hey, look, listen, uh, these two teams are bad, um, as I expected them to be this year. Um, San Francisco isn't too bad, I guess. They're, they've, been, they've been doing better. You know, they're getting a little hot. Yeah, they're getting a little hot. So, um, and that's why I'm picking them here. Um, you know, got yeah. them to cover and, and money line. I think Seattle's just been really ugly and really bad as of late, and I don't con- – I don't see anything changing really, especially against a, a 49ers team who's who's been hot, like you mentioned. And uh, they, I think they'll be able to, you know, rack up the points against the Seahawks, who you know they've been they've been pretty bad um, at on playing defense, especially with Jamal Adams. I was going on there, man, and you know this could be something we could talk about now or later, but mm-hmm. like this trade now is going to go down as one of the worst because Jamal Adams has been decent, but like. He's what? not been. He's not been. Ex, he's not been living up to the expectations that I had for him in Seattle. Bro, what have I been telling you? He's a yeah. fucking defensive end in safety's clothing. Like mm-hmm. that, that's all it is. Like I don't know what happened. If the plane ride from New York to Seattle fucked him up, because 
And where with the Jets, he was he was a stud. I mean, I hated playing when the Patriots would play the Jets. I'm like, oh fuck, this guy's gonna fuck everything up. He was always lurking in the middle. He would. I remember there was a game where he like almost hurt Gronk because he hit him so hard. I was like, fuck this guy. But it's like all of a sudden he goes to Seattle and he's just on the edge now. He's in the box. I don't. I don't understand what's going on. I know he he got a fluky another fluke interception last week against the football team. I, I just don't understand. It's a terrible trade looking at it right now, and especially with the extension they gave him. I mean, Seattle's yeah. fucked. Cap-wise, I mean, I understand, you know, Russell Wilson will be off the cap. I feel like once Russ is gone, it's just going to be a domino effect of Metcalf wanting out, Lockett wanting out, Wagner wanting out. It's just going to be bad. Carroll's going to have to leave because he's not going to want to rebuild. I can I just can't see him rebuilding another team. You know, he had a good run, but yeah, this trade is, is turning out to be one of the worst I've ever seen. I don't know what happened to Jamal Adams. Like I said, if he ate some bad peanuts on the plane ride over there. But, um, yeah, this is just looking terrible. I, I don't understand it either, to be honest. But I've noticed that since the first year he was there. I mean, he just looked completely different on the way he wanted to, you know, approach the game. I don't know if, you know, the D-back coach was like, you know, we're going to put you at linebacker, which I don't understand. You already got Wagner. You drafted a first-round linebacker in Jordan Brooks. I know he hasn't panned out, but you're literally lining up a safety on the edge. What the hell does that do for you guys? I don't understand that. This is why Seattle's, a, you know, they're a mess right now, and they're three and eight, so or three and seven, whatever they are. No, I mean, yeah, I mean, you're right. They, I think it's more the coaching too. The way they, like, I understand it, like. The dude's a Keanu Neal in my book, uh, just comparing it to the Falcons. Yeah, but Keanu Neal was an, was an actual threat. Like, even after, you know, he, he got hurt, banged up after the Super Bowl. Yeah, like two years, I think, back-to-back he got hurt. But, I mean, he's still I, – I would still say he plays secondary every now and then. Jamal Adams is in the box 99% of the game. Like, he's not doing shit. Yeah, I mean, he's not very good at covering uh, the zones, yeah. man. So I couldn't understand why they would put him there. But, yeah, man, I don't know. It's just that that was just a bad, bad um, – really, not relationship, but, like, just matchups that he – I don't know. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but just the way he, he joins it, the was not pretty. Well. Yeah, I, I, I know what you're trying to say. It's just that I don't think the scouting was there. I don't think the coaches really understood what they wanted to do with him once they got him. And – you know, secondary play wasn't really what they needed when they got him. I mean, they had no pass rush to to even talk about. Uh, their linebackers, like I said, without besides Wagner, they didn't really have much to you know go off of, uh, when the backup role and all that. But I mean, you know, I I just feel like they wanted to make a splash, let Russ know, hey, we're all in, blah blah blah. But you know, it, the. The extension is just the I, the cherry on top of the shit Sunday. I mean, this that is this is just terrible. Yeah, four years. What was it? Seventy two. I mean, yeah. my goodness. Like I said, they're fucked. Like they nobody's gonna want to take that contract. Mm-hmm. Like nobody. They can't. This this contract is like the Russell Westbrook equivalent in the NBA. Like nobody's taking Jamal Adams off your hands. Like you got him, you keep him. Especially if you want to give him that much money. Cool. We'll wait until he's a free agent. And we'll probably give him a veteran minimum. So, I mean, geez, I, don't, I don't, I don't blame Jamal for taking that contract whatsoever. No, absolutely not. Get brand. your money. But on Seattle's part, it, it's just a bad move altogether. A lot of these moves are very poor. Penny and the 
don't get me started on their draft. Oh my gosh, keep right. moving on, bro. Move yeah, on. yeah, yeah. But no, I, going back to the game picking San Francisco, just <laughs> all the shit, sh- shit. What we're talking about right now, Seattle's just been bad right now, and I think it's time to yeah for that relationship to break. So, so yeah, San Francisco here with the spread and money line. Um. Yeah. Same. Okay. Cool. Minus cool. three and a half. I got him covering and winning. So this um, game, I hate myself for who I'm gonna pick. But go ahead. <laughs> Baltimore and Pittsburgh. Um. Look, listen, Baltimore, they've both been playing bad, let's be honest. Um, yeah. uh, Lamar has been, you know, he played a horrible game last week. You know, Big Ben somehow played worse than Lamar last week. So, uh, I, I look, Pittsburgh's back at home. Uh, I know they probably still will not have TJ Watt because of COVID. But, uh, look, I, I think I think Pittsburgh's going to eke out a win here. I think they're going to be motivated to come back at home, play a division rival in Baltimore. Um, and it's a divisional game. You know how that is. Uh, so, yeah. uh I think I think you know the odds are on Ravens to take it cover and stuff, but I think Lamar, he's not gonna have as bad of a game, but he'll um, he'll make it somewhat winnable for Pittsburgh here. So the reason I say I'm gonna hate myself, obviously I'm picking the same uh, Pittsburgh plus four and a half and to win. Mm-hmm. This matchup is just poor for the for the Ravens. I mean, you know I understand Cincy, you know their offense is rolling and they kind of just made the Steelers look like shit, but um, you know, the secondary is not that good for uh, Pittsburgh right now besides Minka. But this – the running backs on the Ravens is a completely different story. Devontae Freeman, um, Latavius Murray, you got the 2015 uh, Pro Bowl roster on your, as your running back core. Uh, the, this is D-line, Hayward, Watt. I, you know, I, I can't think of everybody else on that D-line right now, but – I feel like they're gonna want to. They're gonna shove it up Alejandro Villanueva's nose, Villanueva's nose. Excuse me for you know leaving to go to the Ravens, and the second, like I said, if Lamar's gonna have a shitty game like that against Cleveland, I think, especially with like you said, with them being at home, they want to be motivated. They want to win against the Ravens, of course. I, I I don't think Tomlin lets another blowout happen. Even if the the Ravens win, I I still think it'll be close, so we'll at least get the cover. But I'm picking the Steelers. I mean, I, I just don't trust the Ravens. They're too sloppy. And like I said, the defense, this is a poor matchup for Lamar. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um. I, of course, Baltimore is by far the better team overall this season. But um, division games are division games. And I think, like you you said it, I, I, I think this is a bad matchup for Baltimore. So – um, no, great, great points there all around. But who knows? Maybe, maybe Lamar does go off and gets fucking a hell of a lot more points. All right, we got two more matchups up for this week. Uh, we got the Sunday night game, the one that got flexed over, uh, which is Broncos Chiefs. You know, I would not have guessed this one would be the one that gets flexed over. But I mean, looking at it, it's gonna be a good game regardless. Uh, Denver heading to KC. Uh, my man Chavales, what you, what you got for this one? Uh, I have the Chiefs winning, but I have the Broncos covering. Um, the Chiefs have, have been terrible at covering all year. And I think this is a poor matchup for Mahomes. Um, if Denver had a quality quarterback, I would pick them to win. But, I mean, Mahomes will put up, I think, at least 27. I don't think Drew Locke or Teddy Bridgewater, whoever's playing, will get will get to that point. So, <clears throat> I think it'll be a close game, like a touchdown game. It'll probably be like 27, 20, something like that. But I think the Broncos will cover. Like I said, I feel like Sertain 
Was it Sertain or Sertan? I think it's Sertan. Okay. Well, uh, I think Sertan and, um, you know, the secondary with Simmons and Roby. I'm telling, I don't think Tyreek is going to be having, you know, one of those games where he's going crazy. I feel like Kelsey's going to have to beat them uh, in the in between the numbers. So it'll be a close game. But I have the Chiefs winning, Broncos covering. It's too high. Yeah, I agree. Nine and a half. Yeah, I agree. It's it's, it's uh, too high of a too high of a spread for me. The Broncos are too good not to cover this one. Um, they have a they have an excellent defense, like you said, with Sertan. Uh, Mahomes, I think, is third in interceptions this season. So um, I could probably bank on on him throwing another one uh, in this game uh, with the defense kind of taking care of business. Uh, uh, the one thing that I have kind of noticed too, I looked at the stats. The Broncos have scored over 100 yards rushing um, two of their last three games, which is which is pretty good. Um, and and this defense, despite Kansas City, Kansas City's <clears throat> defense, you know, doing better as of late, um, they still have a little bit of flaws. And and I think Denver might be able to take advantage of it and keep this game close. Uh, also, Javante Williams, this is his 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 show with mm-hmm. Melvin Gordon being banged up. You know, he's the running back number one, so. We'll see what the rookie can do. I like I like the flashes I've seen from him. He, he looks like he has the potential to be a you know workhorse type of back, and I think this is a game to prove it. So I feel like if he has a good game in this one, he'll he'll take over the job from here on out. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, Gordon's been doing good when healthy, but he he's just not able to stay out on the field a lot. So. Um, no, yeah, I mean, Denver's going to cover uh, 100%, but I think this is Kansas City's game to to lose, and I don't think they will. Um, I, I think Mahomes will find a way, despite the, the turnovers he'll probably give out. He'll, they'll find a way to win this game. It's Kansas City that they are, they are, at, how they are at home, and they're very impossible to, uh, to beat at home. So, uh, yeah, and then the last game, this is the game that I wanted to talk to you about. You know, you know this. This is your Patriots. This is your boys. Yeah. This is the game, man. In Buffalo, Monday night, the game we're all gonna watch. I'm gonna definitely be tuning into this one. Who you yep. got? Uh, I got the Patriots uh, winning and covering. Uh, I just think this is a this is a bad matchup for Josh Allen. Uh, he's two and three against the Pats. Um, you know, he the, I think he has five or six interceptions within those games that he's played against us. Um, there's no running backs really fear with Buffalo. We know what they're going to do. <clears throat> They'll probably have J.C. Jackson on uh, digs and then, you know, have the rest of the guys try to beat them, beat us. But uh, I, I just think they're going to – I know the, the Bills' defense is going to, you know, cause some problems for Mac. You know, this is, this is a big spot for a rookie. Monday night on, on the road, like, this is going to be a true test for Mac Jones. But – I think the defense will give us opportunities to be, you know, on the Buffalo side of the of the field a lot of the times because of the turnovers we can cause. So, um, it'll be a it'll be a low scoring game, probably like twenty three twenty twenty four twenty. But I have the Pats covering and winning. Okay, okay. So you now, yeah, I'm I'm gonna disagree with you in this one. Uh, I I'm picking the Bills to cover and win this game. Uh, Buffalo, look, they struggled a couple of times. The Patriots kind of sneaked in and, and and stole that that lead in the AFC East right now for the time being. But I think this is Buffalo's game to lose um, 100%. Look, like the Patriots defense is no joke. One hundred, I, I agree. They're, they're great. You know me. I'm a big fan of that team right now. Um, but with that, with that being said, 
if they cannot, if they're not able to generate pressure on Josh Allen, he's going to torch this defense 100. And it's going to come down to Matthew Judon and that D line to generate pressure. And they're they're capable of doing it 100. Uh, but I just don't see it happening this night, um, this game. Uh, the run game, like you said, it's 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 not there. It has never been there this season. Uh, so they're going to play one-dimensional a lot. But I think Josh Allen has the capability of carrying this team to a W in Buffalo. Um, and then on the flipping it to the other side of the ball, you're right, Mac Jones, Monday night game, rookie. Uh, it's going to be a true test to who what he's all about. Um, but the thing that scares me, man, is – they, they've been trying to run the ball, um, and they've been kind of effective on it with Harris and, and Stevenson. Uh, but this D-line is no fucking joke, dude. They, they got Ed Oliver, Harrison Phillips, uh, Vernon Butler. Them boys are good, and they got Tremaine Edmonds coming back um, at linebacker. So the, the defense is kind of getting back to it is. I know they lost Davius White, uh, which sucks. Um, he, he's been one of my favorite corners in this league. But this Buffalo defense is still no joke, and I think this is the best defense Mac Jones has is going to be facing this season so far, and, and I don't think he's going to be ready for it. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I mean, Tredavious White is a, you know, it's a big blow for Buffalo. He, he, he's really the, the key component to what they do as far as getting to the quarterback because when you have an island corner, you know this, Julian. Like, what, when you have a guy that can legit roam the field and ball hawk, that you know that sets your pass up your pass rush up perfectly, and uh, I, I just think they're gonna struggle a bit. Like I said, Josh Allen, he beat the the Patriots twice with the team that we had last year. This ain't the team that we had last year. The the pass rush is way better. Judon and them boys are gonna get after him far more. I mean, obviously he won't get it, but I mean, if there was a staff for fucking plays up, like Chris Sims likes to say. Um, you know, Farmer would be leading that category. He's getting, I don't know if you saw in the Titans game, he got quadruple blocked. Like, they had four people blocking his ass. Like, he's fucking plays up. And I, I like I said, I just think this this D-line against the Bills O-line, they're kind of banged up. It's just not a good matchup for Josh Allen. And, you know, when he gets a little bit of pressure, he starts making those mistakes. So, I mean, I, if it wasn't for a fumble last year, we would have split if Cam didn't fumble, so I have the Patriots winning. Yeah, I mean, look, the way the way I see it, the Patriots are going to try to establish their own game, which, you know, they should. Um, I don't see it happening. I don't see them getting any momentum with it. And I think this is going to force Mac Jones to go to, you know, to carry this team, um, which he has a little bit. I mean, he has a little bit carried this team to, to some dubs with, their, with his offense. But I truly need to see Mac Jones – carry this Patriots team to a W because the Patriots defense is going to try to do their best to maintain Josh Allen. Like you said, they're going to try to keep this close. They're going to keep them scoreless as much as they can limit the damage. Um, but I, I also do mm. think Buffalo is going to respond with their defense and, and shut down that run game and force Mac Jones to make plays. And he has to a certain extent, but I, I, I can't wait to see how he does this night. And yeah, I don't see too. it happening, but I don't see him, you know, doing a, uh, a Mahomes-esque or a Josh Allen-esque type game where he needs to carry these guys to a victory. Um, but, you know, you never know. This is why I'm excited. This is probably the game I'm looking forward to the most this weekend. Uh, but this is just going to be super close. Yeah, I think this is going to be like – I mean, I don't think they're going to try to throw the ball too deep. But I think Hunter Henry and John Lee Smith might have one of their best games this year just because – I feel like that's where you can take advantage of the Bills the most. I mean, I know they're getting Edmonds back. I don't know how healthy he is, but 
I just think they're going to try to take advantage of that. And, yeah, the run game, I don't think they're going to get it going either. They'll probably get, like, 80 total yards in this game, something like that. That's, that's like, the ceiling. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be on Max. So, I'm excited to see what he does. And, you know what, uh, Belichick's going to throw it out. And so, yeah, this is the game of the week. I'm glad Monday night got it right with this one. Mm-hmm. Luckily, the Patriots are good because if, if they were shitty like last year, I mean, that you saw Monday night. Bills passed last year. That was a blowout. So mm-hmm. I think we're gonna get something different. No, this yeah, Monday, one hundred percent. And like I said, this the secondary, even though they lost White, uh, this team is still good. Yeah. They got the best safeties in the league with Jordan Proyer and and Micah Hyde. So this this team's gonna be legit. I love the Bills defense. I like the Patriots defense a lot. I'm a big fan, but I love this Bills defense. Um, and 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 this like team- I said, this is this reminds me of the Patriots when Tom Brady when the the dynasty ended. They beat up on the shitty teams, and when they played good teams, they had no answer. So, um, we'll see. That, this is giving me similar vibes. So, we'll see. Like I said, uh, this is just my point of view. Who knows? But Fucking that's hyped it. as it is right now. I'm hyped, but let's go. I mean, yeah, that's, that's it. Those are our predictions. You got the pen and paper down. Uh, we got these uh, written down for us. Um, so, we'll review them once these games are over, but... Uh, nevertheless, uh, is there anything else you want to add? No, sir. Just make sure to follow our social media. Subscribe to Sports Inferno. We'll catch y'all later. Peace. Peace.